Do we make ourselves worthy so that we can come to Jesus? Or do we come to Jesus so that he can make us worthy? Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof. But only say the word and my soul shall be healed. Notice even there the trust that he had that the word of God could heal him. Heal him of his unworthiness. Notice the trust that the psalm writer has that God could teach him. Teach me your way, O Lord, that I may walk in your truth. It's a very basic truth, but it's one that that's really coming forth prominently from these scriptures. We don't save ourselves. We don't accumulate and amass enough good works and worthiness and virtue. And it gets to a certain point and says, God says, okay, you've, you've done it. That's impossible. It's impossible. It's literally impossible. And this is what some of the Pharisees and their scribes had trouble understanding or recognizing in in what Jesus had come to bring. I mean, those Pharisees and their scribes may well have been living righteous lives. I mean, they're not, we, we, we shouldn't have this attitude towards the Pharisees and the scribes that they're just, the whole lot of them is, hard-hearted hypocrites. I mean, clearly, there's, there's a lot of those encounters that Jesus has in the gospel with, with some of their hearts that were hard. But even if they were righteous, even if they were following the Mosaic law to a T, that religious observance was not sufficient to bring about the redemption and the salvation that Christ came to bring to the world. And part of it was Probably that the Pharisees didn't understand the greatness and the, and the breadth and the eternity of the salvation that Christ had come to bring. And if, because if they had, they would have realized, okay, Lord, even with our righteousness, we know that's not enough. We need you to bring us to eternal communion with your Father and with the Holy Spirit. But Jesus knew the mission that his father had sent him on. Those who are healthy don't need a physician. The sick do. I've come to call the righteous. I I, I have not come to call the righteous to repentance, but sinners. So as we undertake this campaign of uh, Christian purification and uh, growing in, in likeness, uh, to God who created us so that, so that we can be more united to Jesus and more ready to participate with him in his passion and so enjoy the resurrection. Do we, are, is there any part of us that is still trying to make ourselves worthy so that we can come to him? Because if so, we want to take a good lesson from Levi who recognized that he was unworthy, but who got up 
and follow Jesus so that he could be made worthy. So that through repentance he could be brought into righteousness. Now there is work on our part. It's just that the work is not self-salvation. The work is spelled out in Isaiah chapter 58 here. I do need to remove from my midst oppression when I am a party to it or when I have the responsibility to stand up for someone else who's being oppressed. I do need to remove from from, from my midst false accusation and malicious speech. These are things we can do. We can see our sins for what they are, and we can repent of them. Levi had to do something. He had to to leave everything behind to get up and to follow Jesus. Whatever may have been part of his tax collector practice, maybe he was one of the ones extorting people. Maybe he was practicing corruption to some degree. He had to leave that behind. But he also had to have the humility and the vulnerability to invite Jesus into his house. Even though he surely knew what the Pharisees and their scribes would say about him. He knew at some level that he was sick. But he had a heart which was willing to allow into it the revelation that this Jesus is some kind of a physician. His teaching has too much authority behind it. His his countenance has too much serenity. The way he heals people and the way he, he treats sinners like me, it's, it's too, almost, it's too otherworldly to have any merely natural explanation. This man carries in him something divine. And I'm going to entrust my sinfulness, my weakness, my sickness, my darkness, my gloom, my parchedness. These are all words from Isaiah here. I'm going to to come to Jesus with all of that. I'm going to to give him my heart as it really is. My sentiments as they really are. My actions as they really have been. I'm going to be honest about it. And give Jesus a chance to be the light in my darkness. To be the water for the parched land of my spiritual life. It all goes back to the prayer with which we began this Mass. Almighty, ever-living God, look with compassion on our weakness. And in this Eucharist, give us your strength.